Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we look at the astrological energies from August 25th until September 1st. Over the next week, we will be closing out the very powerful month of August and then moving into the new offerings of September. And at this time, we have a lot of energies that have been sorting themselves out, detaching, separating, and perhaps you've been feeling that in your own life. Now, this week doesn't have as many astrological aspects going on as we've had in prior weeks. So we have some quieter energies that are giving us time and space to get clear and to feel grounded. Now, we had the second Aquarius full moon that happened at 29 degrees of Aquarius on August 22nd, and it was a big energy. I don't know about you, but I felt so tired for a few days. I felt wiped out. There was a lot coming through that was meant to help us release, to let go of something that maybe you've been working on or working through for most of this year. And it relates to your own spiritual growth, the lessons, the healing, perhaps challenges, the energies that have been coming up in front of you to understand. And we talked last week about how that full moon was one of a graduation an energetic completion, a time of moving on and moving forward. Another way I've been seeing these energies is through soul contracts ending or perhaps being even set aside because it feels like there are many pivotal choices that are being made or have been made, perhaps at an unconscious level for some, and there is a clear separation between the 3D and the 5D energy fields. And what I mean by that is these soul contracts feel like there's things that are no longer connecting, they're no longer on the same path or on the same timeline, and it could be that you're sensing that in any area of your life. It could even be with parts of yourself where you're seeing something in yourself that you're ready to continue to take forward. It's blooming, it's growing, it has this energy to it, like a new life force, a new life force coming in. And then there could be other areas that feel heavier, slower, maybe stuck or resistant, and they're very entrenched in 3D energies and 3D experiences. In other words, they're very much into what's happening in the physical world. So perhaps this is part of yourself, but for many of you, I feel like you're on this very powerful spiritual path and a lot has been cleared away. A lot has been taken away and released from you because you know it's no longer needed. It's a bit like releasing some parts of yourself that you're ready to let go of. Uh, You made the choice, you made the conscious choice to keep moving forward, to follow what's calling to you, or to follow what is correct for you now, which could look very different than even six months ago, even earlier this year. Another visual I've had around the energies of August is that we've been moving ahead in ways that have been very different. 
Do you remember back even decades ago, you would do some spiritual work or you'd work on energy or you would know something and you would focus on it and then it would manifest, come about, and then you could just kind of plateau for a bit or level off? Well, that's no longer the case. Every day has its own energy field in it. Every day, the energies are shifting. And it's almost like we have to stay on our toes in a sense. But I see this from a more encouraging standpoint of this is the mastery. This is what it means to be a spiritually mature individual is that you're aware of all these ongoing energies and cycles and you understand how to maneuver through them in a way that's best for you. So with the sun in Virgo right now, we are coming back into our bodies, being grounded, understanding what's a priority, what is essential, getting clear on what we need to take care of every day, but also staying flexible and open as these energies work with us on a daily basis. So that's how the energies have accelerated, especially in the last few decades, is that there were slower timelines we were on, and now there is a much faster tempo. The pace has increased. The pace has increased, and there's no going back for any of us. So we have this energy moving us forward, and there are bigger separations between where we were, where we're going, and even between people in your life. Maybe it's between family members. Maybe it's between friends or siblings or partnerships. It's like the separation is more pronounced and you feel it. Like your body feels it. And one of the gifts of Virgo season is that we become more aware of how we run energy through our bodies. And Virgo is connected to the mind and the body working together in harmony, both being engaged, both being stimulized and interested in what is happening. And when you have that type of harmony between the mind and the body, you can be very productive. You can get a lot done, be more organized, and also be more in tune with how energy runs through your body, how you manage energy, and how you navigate your life based on your own energetic needs. And this is even more pronounced as we have both Mercury and Mars in Virgo right now, Mars being the body, Mercury being the mind, and they're really in sync with what needs to get done and what you can accomplish in a day. They also bring our attention to the physical body, how you're caring for yourself, how you're aware of your energetic needs, and what your body consciousness is speaking to you. Because oftentimes we initiate a conversation from the mind, but Virgo is about what messages are coming through from your physical self. What is your body saying to you? And it can be as simple as you need to stand up and stretch, or you need to move your legs, or you need to exercise more, or do something where the body is being taken care of. 
This is especially true with all the sitting that we do, either sitting at a desk, sitting on the couch, sitting in a car, and what that does to our hips and our lower backs. So we're looking at what our body needs from us right now because this is very important for us to be grounded in our physical selves in order to feel strong confident and clear as we navigate these energies because the pace has increased there has been an acceleration and there's going to continue to be an acceleration now getting back to these soul contract energies i feel like what has transpired is that because the pace has increased and people are moving at their own speed and on their own trajectory the separations have happened and they can be quite startling and unexpected. And what I'm seeing this as, the visual I'm getting, is that when you are driving on a road and there is a train crossing ahead of you and you know, okay, I've got to get across the train tracks and onto the other side, except the energy of August brought in a very big train that intersected the road. So then you have those crossing lights start flashing, the lights start going, and they bring down the barriers that say do not cross. But I feel like what happened is one person, one vehicle, one entity crossed the train tracks before the train came, and then the other person, energy entity, didn't. And that's because they were going at a slower speed, a slower pace. And they got stuck behind that train crossing, which means they're stopped, right? And you have to wait for however many minutes it takes for the train to finish crossing. But the other vehicle on the other side keeps going. So look at how much space is then created between one person on one side of that train crossing and the other who made it across, so to speak, and could keep going, keep accelerating. There's a huge gap. And it's not to say anything is wrong. And that's where we have to be very mindful of our perceptions or our judgments. There's something perfect in every situation. There's something beautiful. There's opportunities in every possibility. And so whether you felt like you were stopped at that train crossing or you were on the other side and you kept going, there's gifts in every situation. And there's also a lot that can be manifested no matter where you are. So this is not about whoever's going faster is better or whoever makes it across is going to win. I mean, that's not the energy at all because that is very much that 3D experience of competition or even something based in the ego. This is understanding how we are individual energies. We have our own pace and growth trajectory. We have our own tempos that we live life and that you're making decisions and conscious choices based on what's best for your soul growth in this lifetime. And that is where You're stepping into the power of responsibility to yourself and connecting to your soul's power that no matter where you are, it's perfect. And there's beautiful things to experience in that environment, in that energy. 
And so if you think of the month of August with its very big energy, where we had the strong Leo new moon happening with the 8-8 Lionsgate, and then we had this powerful second Aquarius full moon, we had a lot that was shifting and changing. And there was a lot happening that was supporting those who already were moving ahead, who had said yes to themselves, who had said yes to their own soul contract with themselves. You have soul contracts with yourself, from your soul, through a contract. It's like that energetic agreement. Now, the way I see this is there are times when we can say, oh boy, this is too much. I need to dial it down. I think I can't only handle so much right now. And then there's other times when you're like, oh yes, this feels right. I get it. I'm trusting. I have faith. Things are happening for me. I feel like what we're seeing is really clear choices around where you cannot compromise your growth, your life path, what you need, or who you are for anyone else. And this can be invigorating and exciting, and it can also feel sad. And there's that saying that you can make the right decision and still feel sad about it, Because there's a sense of perhaps loss that comes with that decision or there's something that you thought would be part of the package or you thought this person would travel with you or you thought it would look like this. And when you're saying yes to the core essence of yourself, you are opening up beautiful energy fields. You are traveling with your authenticity and moving in your own timeline and you can still have a sadness or melancholy or be grieving something in your emotional body that's very normal. And this is where it can be confusing because we can think, oh, but if I really was in my power, if I was really all in, it would look like this. But the universe is always energy in motion. It's always moving around. And I feel like what's really important at this time on the planet is that so many of you are leaders, healers, starseeds, lightworkers, shamans, mavericks, guides, readers. I mean, there's so many ways that you're here to be in your gift and live the life that is your best possible life. And there are separations that occur in the earth plane. And I feel like this Virgo energy with the sun, Mars, and Mercury in Virgo, it's supporting us in the grounding and practical matters at this time, at this stage. But stay in your own grounded, clear beliefs that you only have power over yourself. You only can control your own energy field. And this is where we practice our spiritual mastery. And this is where we can go higher in our ability to spiritually love others and to feel that spiritual connection with them no matter where they roam, no matter where you go, no matter what is unfolding in the physical. I feel like this is part of how we're blending these energies and really it's almost like freeing ourselves. It's like, okay, I know I can trust my path, go the direction I need to go, feel clear and strong about that, and I can also love, accept, and respect 
anyone else for exactly where they are. And this is what we're being guided to practice because of this big energy that's been coming through and because we're meant to come back to ourselves and be clear on our own life priorities. So I feel like this last week in August is really about cleaning up any energetic mess, cleaning up anything that you feel is not quite clear for you or quite straightened up. And it it can be something that came up in August. It can be something you've been dealing with for most of this year or longer. There's this cleaning up phase that we're in that Virgo's very good at. And there's also energy here where you're cleaning it up from a higher perspective, a higher place of love, a higher place of this is going to be beautiful for all of us in terms of the spiritual understandings. Now, over this next week, because we don't have a lot of aspects going on, we're going to be more aware of the lunar energies, of what's in the moon cycle, of how the moon is moving through us and what we're feeling. And if you are naturally drawn to the lunar cycles, then you may already be aware of this and be tuned in to these energies. Uh, The basics of the lunar cycle are that the moon moves through every astrological sign every two and a half to three days, and it travels around the full zodiac every 28, 29 days or so. And as you follow the lunar cycle and the lunar flows, especially as it relates to your own natal chart, then you're going to see where your energy naturally wants to go on a daily basis. And as you track the moon and as you follow it through your own chart, you're going to see it move through all 12 of your astrological houses every month. So it's good to see where is the moon right now in my chart, which house is it in, because this is where you're going to probably find it easier to tend to matters of that house. Now, as I do this podcast on August 25th, the moon is in Aries and it will stay in Aries until August 27th, right after midnight, that is Eastern time, where it will enter Taurus. So one thing you can do is look in your natal chart, where do you have Aries energy, which houses house or houses, and then where does it go next? You know, what is the next progressive house? And follow it that way, because I think that that's going to put us in a higher alignment with your natural energy flow. I'm sure some of you are already aware of this and you do this regularly, but those who haven't considered doing this, that might be another way to tap into your own natural energy cycles and to work with them, especially when we have these periods of time when there aren't as many aspects between planets. Now, I think of the transiting planets making aspects to each other as conversations. As we're going to have a conversation, for example, on August 26th, of Venus in Libra opposing Chiron retrograde in Aries at 12 degrees. So this is an opposition, where that Venus in Libra, she is about sharing and socializing. She is how we present ourselves to each other, how we show up, how we dress, how we feel attractive and confident. Venus in Libra is wonderful at conversations, getting together with friends, and basically is how we're sharing energy with each other. 
And as she makes an opposition to Chiron in Aries, there could be something that comes up that's a little bit of an ouch or an unexpected understanding. Now, Chiron in Aries is about what we're healing in ourselves at a subjective level. Chiron and Aries are the new energies in ourselves that we're meeting, the new self-identity that's emerging. And you can look back over your life and say, oh, well, when I was younger, I thought I would do this for a living, or I thought I would have this kind of family, or I thought my life would look like this. Well, Chiron and Aries comes through and introduces you to new parts of yourself that you didn't see coming, that you didn't know you were interested in, or new parts of yourself that are maybe very inspiring, but you're kind of not prepared and say, oh, I didn't know I had these capabilities or these gifts or these talents. The Chiron energy can create insecurity at first, a sense of, I don't think I'm good at this, or I don't think I can do that, or that's something other people are better at. But the Chiron energy wants us to see it in ourselves, wants us to embrace it and to own it so that we can work with this energy more consciously in our own lives. So when we have Venus and Libra opposing Chiron and Aries, we can see something in someone else that we want, that we desire, that we'd like to do. There can be the energy of projection or mirroring where you're saying, wow, they're really good at that. And the lower octave of Aries can go into competition, thinking, oh, they're better than me, or I don't think I could do that as well. So you want to be aware of what's being reflected back to you in relationships. And Venus typically corresponds to feminine energies. She's the feminine in our lives and the feminine in ourselves on a daily basis. So you could see something in another female and wonder if that's something that you could do or have or experience as well. Now, on the same day, August 26th, Mercury in Virgo trines Pluto retrograde in Capricorn at 24 degrees. And this is a wonderful energy for mental clarity, saying yes, making progress, speaking up. This is an activation for throat chakras, energies, and what you need to say, write, communicate, express. There's power here. There's a sense of, I'm going to focus on this, I'm going to get this done, and I'm going to make some changes. Because every time a planet trines that Pluto, there's some type of transformation that occurs, but this is a supportive development. This is doing something powerful in a new way. This is maybe communicating or stating something that you're finally ready to say or an idea you've had and now you're ready to put it into motion, you're ready to make it real, it's tangible. And that's because this energy is happening in the earth signs. So there's something about August 26th and even 27th where you're meant to understand your own power in certain situations and to not give it away and to not go into comparison where you stand strong in This is how I'm going to do it. This is how I can handle it. This is what I feel strong in myself about. So that's going to be another area of management over this next week, personal management. And then we're going to see Mercury entering Libra on August 29th. Now, Mercury does very well in every air sign. And as it enters Libra, there's conversations that are ready to be had because Mercury 
is leaving the domain of self, which is the first six signs of the zodiac. Aries through Virgo are the archetypal energies of self-development, knowing who you are, understanding more of your needs, your communication style, your sense of self, your talents, your gifts. As every planet moves into Libra, we start sharing. We start meeting up with others and speaking what we've been going through or having more conversations outside of our own brains. So Mercury going into Libra opens up communication channels, opens up dialogues, and it could be easier to say something or have a conversation. Maybe you've been thinking about it or your plate's been really full and you haven't had time, but this is where it's easier to have important conversations and dialogues. This is also where we step into objectivity because Mercury and Libra is going to remind you to look at the other side of the coin, the other person's perspective, or how their perception is probably different than yours. So this is where we're navigating between what is true for you or what is true for another, how you can remain emotionally detached and allow everyone's truth or perception to be exactly correct for them. Mercury in Libra is objective. It looks for harmony. It's looking for win-win and peace. Mercury is going to have a longer time in Libra due to the upcoming retrograde at the end of September. And that means Mercury will stay in Libra until November 5th. So here we have Mercury entering Libra August 29th until November 5th. And the retrograde energy is actually going to begin at 25 degrees of Libra on September 27th and then journey back to 10 degrees of Libra on October 18th. So that is a heads up on the next upcoming Mercury retrograde. Again, the end of September is when it starts in about a month, but now Mercury has entered Libra, which means that how we talk to each other is going to be very, very important. And you could argue it's always important, but this is going to bring in more emphasis on how we're really listening to each other and how we're feeling heard. So conversations that get started here as we move through the final days of August into September are going to gain more importance over the next few months. And we're going to have opportunities to continually discuss something because Mercury and Libra is the agent who negotiates. So think of this in terms of real estate or entertainment or any industry where you have agents who are representing a buyer, a seller, talent. They're representing someone and then they go back and forth to negotiate the deal. Mercury and Libra is energies where we're going to be going back and forth to negotiate some things here over the next few months. And there's probably going to be things that you have to say no to and then other things that you agree to. I think that what's going to be one of the themes is going to be incorporating the truth of who you are now, standing in the power of who you are now, and not reverting back to a previous version of yourself to make someone else happy. 
Libra is able to see what other people want and need and will want to make others happy. And this is going to be some opportunities, we'll call them, to stand in what is true for you, what you know you need, understanding what's important to you based on how far you've come and not going backwards, not going back. And I get this as maybe previously you said yes to something, anything. It could be minor, it could be big. You were always like, yes, I'm on board. Yes, I like that. Yes, let's do that. Now you've changed, your priorities have shifted, your energy has grown, and you're not interested or you're not really involved anymore or invested. And something has shifted in you where you really know that your answer is no, no thank you. Because Libra has very nice manners. And so you would say, no, thank you, but thanks for the invitation. Or I really appreciate you thinking of me. I just don't think I can make time for that right now. There's a graciousness with the Libra energy. And so Mercury in Libra is going to give us opportunities to practice what we need to say in a kind manner and in a way that truly honors who you are now. And even if you always said yes and you always were there for someone, So much has changed and shifted that it could be worth the time right now to think about what you need in terms of your communication style. If someone brings you something and you know it's not right for you, and that could be as simple as, let me think about it and I'll get back to you in a few days, or let me see what's in my schedule and I'll let you know. But there's something here where the pause is very important. It's like the space between is very important because you could unconsciously revert back to a previous definition of yourself and go back to like that unconscious loop of, oh, I always said yes to them, or I always agreed to this, or this is something I've always done. But these are different times. This is different energy. And you're being given an opportunity to practice standing in the clarity of who you are now and communicating that in a way that again is kind, is gracious, and also allows you to feel powerful. I feel like this is going to be a big theme here. It's interesting because now I'm feeling this energy strongly relating to that previous visual I shared with you around the train crossing and one energy or one person being stuck at the train crossing while the other moves ahead. I feel like whatever person, energy, opportunity, whatever was stuck or is in a different timeline now, I feel like that's the energy you're maybe going to need to say no to because there's been this gap, this energetic divide where you would have to circle back. It's like applying the brakes, doing a U-turn, going back. And maybe they've already tried to speed up, but they can't quite make it. I mean, this is interesting. It just feels like it's part of how we're taking our energy seriously and being very responsible. So I guess that would also be the choice point here because Libra is about choices. So can you slow down, hit the brakes, do a U-turn and go back to meet that person halfway? Or do you feel stronger accelerating, moving ahead, following what is your current path and priorities and being able to offer 
a gracious no thank you if you're invited to turn around and go back to a previous energy that you've already left. And hey, there's no wrong choices. It's just whatever is best for you. And this is also where you're looking at your unconscious need or even an unconscious driving responsibility to take care of others, or it's something you should do, or you don't want to make them mad, you don't want to disappoint them, you don't want to upset them. But what that does is takes you out of your power, and it also doesn't honor their power. Because when you can see everyone as powerful, regardless of their level of consciousness or where they're at in their life, or things that we use to classify energy. If you can just see every single person as powerful, what choice would you make for yourself? And this is going to be a theme or an energy during this upcoming Mercury and Libra retrograde period because we're gaining clarity on what the best choices are for ourselves, understanding that that also can benefit everyone involved. And that's another way we go higher is that when you are really in your power and you're in a sense of responsibility for your energy and what you know is true for you, you can also offer that same energy to others. So know that there are win-wins here, if you will, but it's going to look different in the 3D than it is in the spiritual realms or in the 5D. The other thing to be aware of is that if you're making choices or decisions because of how other people respond, that would be something to look at in yourself where you're saying yes because you don't want them to be angry at you or you're saying yes or agreeing to something because you don't want them to be sad or you're trying to, you're basically trying to manage energy on both sides. You're trying to manage your energy and their energy and it would be good to assess how well that's working for you and how long you can keep doing that because you could be unconsciously disempowering yourself and disempowering them. And I understand that this comes up for various reasons in various situations. Like for example, if you're a parent, there are things that you do for your child because they're your child and because of their age, right? It's very different if they're a seven-year-old or a 14-year-old or a 25-year-old. So again, there's no wrong choices, but it's noticing your own energy patterns and noticing the energies that are coming up for you in response to others. This is a huge domain here. This is a big topic, but it can be very enlightening to see these own habits and patterns in ourselves. So we will keep talking about these Mercury and Libra themes as we move into September and into October and November. Now keep in mind, as we end the month of August, we have a number of outer planets retrograde, as in all of them are retrograde. This is normal. This is something that happens every year. Typically half the year is when an outer planet is retrograde. So it's actually more rare when they're all direct together. And that has been the case for a number of years now. And it's been happening at the beginning of the year, usually like January into March, April. The first two or three months of the calendar year is when all planets have been direct. I've been observing that for a number of years now. So what we're looking at is an opportunity to just be very mindful of where our energy is going, of what we're learning, 
of how we're making the most of opportunities, how we're seeing things from a higher perspective, and allowing this to evolve our own consciousness. And now I'm being redirected back to talk about these soul contract energies a little bit more because what I'm seeing is various stamps on contracts, almost like one is being stamped closed, another is being stamped completed, another is being stamped to be continued, uh, another is being stamped void. So if you're feeling that something very significant and big for you is closing out and ending, trust your own intuition around what this is for you. I'm also feeling this relates to the energy of graduation that we talked about with that Aquarius full moon, where you have graduated beyond the bounds of that soul contract, as in that soul contract was made within a certain energy domain, and there are things you've completed, you know, you've checked all the boxes, you did your best, you did what you could, and that's all you can do. I feel like the to be continued is interesting because I'm seeing that being filed almost like for another lifetime or another energy domain, again, another experience. I could be like it's on pause and this could feel good to your energy, to your mind, to your heart, to your body. If you're like, oh, okay, it's on pause. I'll revisit this again at another lifetime, another level of experience. And that's good because maybe... My energy has shifted in a way that it would be too heavy to go back that direction or I'm just not wanting to focus on that at this time. I mean, there's various scenarios here that are being completed that perhaps you're feeling at a very deep level of your being, maybe in a way that you can't quite put into words, but you just know there's been some big shift. And then I'm also seeing these brand new soul contracts coming forth that look really beautiful. They're beautiful paper, shiny, sparkly, gold. Um, Actually, they're not even paper. It's crystalline energy, almost like this crystalline fabric. It's like a fabric where there's gold writing on it, and it's opening us up to the new directions, new adventures, new partnerships, new connections. And it's definitely connected to these higher energies of new earth. Also connected to higher levels of consciousness within ourselves, within our own soul's frequencies that we have graduated to, that we've obtained. So I feel for some of you, this relates to your career. This really relates to something new that you're starting, you're ready for, and it's good to know that you're supported. And in fact, we need this now. I mean, we need all hands on deck for what is currently happening in the world and the types of energy work that will be necessary and will even be the norm. They will be the norm in five years. I mean, I'm seeing things, again, this acceleration of energy. Things are going to be normal in five years in a way that we can't quite imagine. So if you were to give yourself this kind of loosely referenced five-year business plan, so many of you are going to be really successful for work that didn't happen in the last decade. If there was something that you just couldn't get going. It's like it didn't stick, but you're still passionate about it. You still feel it intensely. It's happening this decade. Last decade 
we had so many other things to contend with and so many other energies that were taking us to different places. But this is the decade where there's so much support for the acceleration of human evolution that you're going to have things just popping up. I feel like so many types of healers, readers, guides, like shamans and energy workers of all kinds are going to be in demand. Like you're going to really have more clients, more connections, more abundance because you have successfully transitioned into your spiritual work and it's going to be in demand and it's going to be popular and it's going to be the norm. Now, if that isn't your expertise, if that's not your professional calling, there are still many ways that people are going to be successful in various occupations because you're bringing your spiritual work into that part of your life where you're incorporating these higher energies, these 5D understandings, the energy practices, the spiritual wisdom. You're bringing them into your desk job. You're bringing them into your professional title. So even if you don't identify as a healer and you're not thinking of yourself as someone who does quote unquote spiritual work, it's more about the energy you're bringing into a place and that's where you will thrive. And I know I'm very passionate about this because I think it's so exciting and I think it's so awesome that it's more about what you're bringing into an environment, what you're bringing into your energy on a daily basis and how that's shared professionally. That's the bigger overarching understanding. So next time you go on a Zoom call or you're going into a board meeting or you're doing something, you know, you have a sales call or a presentation or you're pitching or you're interacting with clients, whatever you're doing, it's the energy you're bringing into that space and it's how you bring it in through your aura. And it's making sure that your aura is strong, bright, light-filled. You could even do some type of visualization on your way to work around your chakras. I mean, that's what matters because that's what people feel and sense And this could be really powerful even when you're working with people who are very much in the 3D or who have no interest in this kind of energy work. They're still going to feel it and they're not going to know why and they're just going to sense it. And that's because their higher self is in tune and understanding the energy dynamics. And that's also how we are raising the vibration on the planet regularly is through these daily interactions with other people. So again, your responsibility is your own energy, is your own practices, how you're being grounded and clear, especially during Virgo season, how you're allowing your energy to speak for you, how you're tapping into your body consciousness, and how you are taking practical responsibility for yourself and your path at this time. And this is part of the changes we've been talking about all year. This is how we're integrating it. This is how we're bringing these higher energies into our daily lives and into all environments in our lives. And that is quite exciting. So thank you so much for joining me. I do now have the September 2021 Soul Growth Astrology Monthly Program available. If you use coupon code Virgo, you get all four webinars for 11 bucks. And I have a brand new webinar in this month, which talks about 
the monthly energies of the personal planets, where we do a deep dive into Mercury, Venus, and Mars. So I've added in that new offering to the monthly programs. Please check it out. You'll find the link below this podcast. You'll also find a lot of resources, videos, and information on my website, mollymccord.online. For those of you who are healers, you are guides, you are looking to build up your business in some capacity, and I have some more business programs coming out before the end of the year. So know that I am supporting you as best I can because I know it's your time to be successful and to keep growing. So thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. I will be back here every Monday and Wednesday for a new episode, and I will connect with you again as we move into the month of September. So I'm wishing you a beautiful final week of August, and I hope that you're feeling very strong in yourself as we navigate this very powerful time. I'll see you soon.